Disappointment. Dejection. Crestfallen. A game we should have won. Heartbroken. I don't like Pretty sh- much Bahamas basketball in a nutshell. I don't like shit about Venezuela right now. I I wish Miguel Cabrera didn't get his 3,000 hit. Um, I hate the fact that Carl Herrera got those titles with the Rockets if he was still on the roster. I don't know what Grievous Vasquez was doing, but I, I, I just don't like anything about Venezuela. Hmm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm cool off the whole country right now. And you know why? Because it's stupid FIBA intentional foul rule. Yeah, the intentional foul thing is... is Okay. I get the intent of the rule. Hold on, John. Let me do the open first. Welcome to the Tantia Seniors Podcast Network. This is the accredited... Um, we're pissed that we just lost a very winnable game. And it was probably... It was the best senior men's national team that we probably ever seen or john have ever seen i mean i go ahead intentional foul yeah so the context is they need to change it because if the guy is running backwards then how are you gonna anything you do is a play to the ball so let's set the stage uh what happens you you know the particulars and the details right now uh the bahamas loses at home against Venezuela, 86-81 to 81 in what was a very winnable game. Venezuela actually came from behind, outscored us in the second half. So the Bahamas at this point trails, what was it? I think it was 82-81, to 81, yeah. right? Uh, Mike Thompson just made a three with like 17 seconds left, 82-81. to 81. So, of course, you're in foul mode. Uh, the Bahamas had two fouls to give, so they gave those two fouls, and then Venezuela gets it in the backcourt, but he tries to track down uh, one of their point guards, and he, he he grabs him, he fouls him, and the referees indicate that because they could see Buddy tugging on the jersey, it's not uh, it's an unsportsman it's not, foul. It's not a common foul, but you get an unsportsmanlike foul, which means Venezuela gets two shots and the ball. For all intents and purposes, it was kind of a nail in the coffin kind of play. Yeah. I mean, the the whole thing is, it's like, um, it, uh, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's how we feel. And so, <laughs> so Venezuela makes one of those free throws. Um, we <sighs> makes one of those free throws, but then we just couldn't come up with, uh, we j- couldn't come up with a rebound. And that is also one of those things that, hurt the Bahamas down the stretch. Um let's let's go let's go with the overarching themes themes of this game before we get back to the details and the biggest takeaway from this at the very top has to be Kai Jones is ready. Oh, yeah. I don't know I don't know if the Charlotte Brass was watching, but all of the NBA stars right now and if if you're paying attention to FIBA basketball, you know what Giannis and Luca did the night before and you know that as we record this, Nikola Jokic, the MVP, is going head to head. Uh, is going head. He's going head to head with Giannis, I think. And putting before on before we get putting to, on a show to all that. But NBA players, good boy. NBA players are really Wait. good. But that's that's the point that I'm getting to, though. All of the league's top players are putting on for their countries right now, and Kai Jones and Buddy did that for us. And both of them right now, as we speak, very vocal on social media about the passion and support they receive. But I feel like for a whole lot of people, you've seen Buddy do this. For Buddy's an NBA veteran. You've yeah. seen him reach 
certain levels in the NBA, you haven't seen it from Kai yet. And I think for people at home, this was his coming out party. I mean, yeah. not, there weren't a whole lot of people vested, invested in his career. When he was here playing at Brewster, they mm-hmm. may heard about what happened to Texas. They know he got drafted. Yeah, all of that is well and good. But to see him do it at this stage where he's becoming a breakout star, I think that was huge. But look, the, the, the biggest thing is this. And Kai playing, because Kai's what, 22? Somewhere around that age. He's the youngest legitimate superstar that we had to to take the court for us. Like, we usually don't see our players a lot. I mean, we had Aiden at 17 play, and then since then he ain't play. Buddy was um, probably 20. <laughs> he, he played that one year in Oklahoma. But it's like the chance of seeing, like, Buddy could play another five, six, seven, eight years of at this level. At this yeah. level. Well, there, there wasn't. Yeah, as you can see by Venezuela. To, to your point, there wasn't anybody at this age who was clearly the best player on the floor. And I think that jumped out at the screen that Kai Jones was the best player on the floor. From the very mm-hmm. first possession where he just fades left, drove right, and we thought, well, this is going to be a long night for Venezuela because there's nobody. And it showed right away yep. the kind of mismatch problems he creates because there's no big that's fast enough to stay in front of him. And anybody fast enough to stay in front of him isn't big enough. And he's going to just overpower them. Yeah, definitely. It's just disappointing. Like you just hear the dead noise, and it's like, well, what more we could say? Like, buddy, it, it is. I'm buddy still, got the. I'm still trying and, to do show. Yeah, buddy's. But buddy hit some big threes. Like the game was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But I, my personal opinion, I don't think we use that. That we talked about how deep this team was. Yeah, I think. Tired legs are always because when you looked at Venezuela, Venezuela was rotating players, rotating, rotating. They ran this system until forever and ever. So, so let's let's get to that, right? Because you started by saying, yeah, NBA players are good. Yeah, NBA players are really good. Kai did what he was going to do. He came out twenty ten, uh, four assists, three blocks. But he shot, uh, I think it was five of six from three. So, and he finished with nineteen. Five and nine from three, sorry, finished with 19. So the NBA guys are going to do what they do. We thought this team was one of the best we'd ever seen because of that legitimate depth. And in the second half, when the Bahamas was outscored so much, a whole lot of that is because we weren't getting the 50-50 balls. We weren't weren't limiting Venezuela to just single-shot opportunities. We we missed so many opportunities for rebounds. And headed into this game, we were saying, you've got Kino on the bench. You've got Kadeem on the bench. Even if you don't see them playing extended minutes as a huge part of your plan, we can't have another game where a lack of physicality down low ends up being our undoing. And that still kind of happened. Yeah, Kai, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 blocks. Like... You could, you could like, that's what you want from Kai. You you can't ask for any more. Like, I jokingly go with Kai, like, you know, a slow 25 and 15 rebounds, you know? Like, but 20, 10, and 4, and 3, like, we shot. But even with, even with Kai leading the game in rebounding, we still got out-rebounded as a team. As a team. And then there was a huge series of plays down the stretch where, uh, what's the guy, number 24, Michael Carrera, um, from Venezuela, and he went on his own 8-0 run. 
But three of them were just shots, and they were running the offense through him at a certain point. Three of them were shots in the low post. One he faces up and hits a jumper, and at that point. If you are on the coaching staff, if you're on that bench, you got to be searching for answers. And I, I'm not here to second guess anybody that knows tons more about basketball than I do. <laughs> Everybody on that bench has forgotten more about basketball than I will ever know. But it was just apparent to me and my idiocy that there was a size mismatch down low and we were being taken advantage of and we took too long to make that adjustment. So, yeah, Kino didn't play. Kadeem had, what, three minutes? He played, like, yeah, he played maybe three minutes, like if that. The reason of having these type of bigs was to combat, like, combat those things, let's see, uh, two minutes and 30 seconds. So, yeah, th- pretty much three minutes. I thought Rashad was playing pretty well when he was at the top. Like, he, he's, a, he's a physical guy, but, but he played 37 minutes. And, like, you can't even be mad because he shot great. Like, you look at the box score and it just doesn't make sense. The game doesn't make sense. Like, Kentuan didn't score another point. No. For the entire game until the, for the first half. Like, I was, we were talking about in the car. Yes, you always want your best person to have the ball at the end of the game. But the way I felt, like, Kentuan shoots... If you use Buddy as a decoy, like hindsight's twenty twenty. If Buddy gets it, makes it go, we go overtime. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. But sometimes you just have to run that decoy. Like, you know, what movie is it? It's like, you know the move, but you need to know the move three steps ahead. Like, it's something where it's like, you know. I don't know, but I feel like Denzel Washington's in it. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. Sometimes I think of movies and I completely forget. Like, Is it, is it the equalizer? While I talk about it, like I completely forget about it. Anyways, the whole thing is, you could have pulled everyone in that gym. And you're talk you're talking about so what what ended up happening uh, what ended up happening to set the backstory for this one Bahamas does have one final opportunity on the last possession to tie the game Venezuela's defense is just swamping Buddy we can't get the inbound to him I don't know what the second or third option was but there was a miscommunication uh, Mikey ends up throwing it away to Venezuela they get a throwaway basket and that's it the entire gym. Once again, crestfallen. Just how we started the podcast. We are trying to yeah. have high energy, but we just cannot. Look, let me just put it this way. A decoy for Cantuan to shoot it. No one in the arena would be mad. It's, it's, you know what it is? Let me t- not the equivalent I'm saying that these are the players. But it's like saying, Clay's going to shoot the three to win the game. Not Steph. You know the worst thing you, could, you can do in this situation? Not get a shot up at all. Yeah, yeah, nope, exactly. I'd rather, I'd rather see something go flying. Like, hey, that's the worst thing you can do. And as, as a staff, like you had Demarco, of course, still the head coach of this team. Uh, you had Mikhail McLean on the bench. Uh, Moses is on the bench, and you know, rotations are whenever you have a team that depth is perceived as one of your strengths, and that's what we talked about in the pod prior to the game. With that depth comes along the responsibility of managing rotations. And the first thing people are always going to second guess when you lose a game like this is the rotations. 
who was on the floor, who was on the floor, and what moments when the game was slipping away from you, did you stay with the five that you had, or did you go down your bench and search for something else? And I feel like there was a stretch. Well, we, other than the opening two or three possessions of the third quarter, we just got railroaded in that second half. I think Kai opened, Kai opened the the third with a three-point play, and then Buddy hits the three right after that. And I think that was all of our good moments in the second half. Yeah. Like, that was completely it. But I think the small the small ball lineup, the versatility, the positionless basketball that worked so well when those threes are falling did Just, not yeah. work well in the second See, half when they weren't. I really feel that FIBA's a funny, a funny game. Because, like I say, shots... The the refs always make it to a point where there's one run left. They were terrible, by the way. Like, and and I I like the fact that we don't have any sponsors, so we're not beholden to anybody. So we can say whatever the hell we want, and there are no consequences from that. I think those referees were objectively just bad. I I think they were awful. That's how it always is, though. Yeah, that's the problem. (laughs) Yeah, no, that that that's sort of like I would say usually when we play. uh, the Spanish countries, Spanish countries always get majority of the calls. Hmm. It's, it's, it's not even a, it's, it's not even a question as I check into my flight to Argentina. Yeah. Go, go ahead and go ahead and do that. But I don't know, man, I just thought the collection of bigs and it, it's, it's a weird juxtaposition listening to this pod and the one we did earlier today, because we were so excited about the collection of bigs. And, and I'm the, still excited about the team. The, and the versatility that they had. Because we thought, we didn't know what Venezuela was going to come with, right? You were right, 100% spot on in saying, this is going to be a tough, gritty team. And that's exactly what the hell they were. Running the same sets that they were running, down 13 or up 6. Didn't matter. They were doing what they were going to do. and But we thought we had the collection of bigs that were able to combat that. You had the physical type of players. We knew Kai was going to be a freak athlete that was going to dominate, and he did that. But I wanted to see more from... You had you had Chicken on the bench that only got five minutes. You mentioned Keenan not playing, Kadeem only playing two minutes. Here's my problem with that. Willis played I, nine minutes. People need to know right. I'm checking into my flight. No, that's fine. Go so ahead. Here's my problem with the, with the Chicken and Willis thing. Yeah. I hate when we pick a national team and we don't use our players. Like, yes, they will mess up. Go figure. Players mess up. But to have such a short leash sometimes doesn't make sense. Like, you know what chicken brings. Like, okay, maybe you just got to, like, one play isn't, you just shouldn't pull someone off one play. Like, he was in there. But this is why I keep saying, Kino would have done better against this Venezuela team. Listen, man, I remember the last, well, not the last victory. Yes, it, I think it was the last big win we had at home. That was Mexico, right? Yep. There are just, I'm, <laughs> intangibles. There are just some guys on the court. There was a stretch in this game where it got tight. I think the Bahamas had like three or four turnovers. Venezuela started to pull away, and everybody was just ball watching. At one point, there was Buddy dribbling at the top of the key. Uh, Kai set a pick for him and flared out. Everyone was just ball watching. Kai ended up hitting a three on the possession, but that was one of those, well, nobody else is doing anything. This guy's giving me space, so I'm going to shoot it. He ends up making the first one. 
misses the next two. But for all of those possessions, we weren't getting into anything. And that was the exact opposite of what Venezuela was doing when they were down. Venezuela was going inside to Carrera, and that's how they ended up building that lead. But they were scoring on all three levels, and I feel like we weren't. Like, I don't know what the... I'll have to look it up to see what the point in the paint differential is. But outside of the few baskets that Kai got in the paint, I think just about everything came via the perimeter. Yeah, no, it's... Works when you have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Yeah, and... We don't. We don't have them. We don't. Like, it's, it's not a... I don't think it's a knock on anybody on the roster team Bahamas to say we don't have the greatest shooting backcourt of all time. So things are a little different. Yeah, so, I mean... Like, when we were up by 13 or whatever it was, I have never was, heard right? you at a loss for words. Yeah, when we were up by 13, let's just put it this way. You could slow the game down, you know. That's what, did you not realize towards the end of the game when Venezuela was up by like eight or whatever, they completely slowed the game down saying, you know what? They were fine with missing actually. Yeah, we're going to play the <laughs> slowest basketball we can, and, but they got like three offensive rebounds. And, th- and those are the things that you're not going to see and the kind of things that people are not going to remember because to you, you just remember what happens on the shot, right? But you don't remember that there were two deflections after that because we just couldn't get to the loose ball because only one person on the court is taller than 6'5". Mm-hmm. Like, and that happened in some very key moments. The floor didn't help. Us taking so long to adjust to the full court press didn't help. There were a whole lot of things that didn't help. Yeah, the AC not working probably didn't help. That, because ne- it's, that it's never helps. A, a slip and slide situation. I mean, you live in a tropical climate, you might wanna, you might wanna have that working. I, I don't know, man. I, ex- I had entire rants planned out for this. This was gonna be a, a great high energy pod. I was gonna talk a whole lot of shit about Venezuela, and then none of that worked out. Mm-mm. Just absolutely none of that worked out. It literally so, said we should daddy. So now they're known for like oil exports and beating the Bahamas in basketball. Beating the Bahamas. But this in is basketball. the thing. It's like that. That is such a winnable game. Like game one. Like that's that's such a winnable. And a shout out to all the fans. At Kendall Isaacs for coming out because it was big time. Like that was a big time environment. That's probably the best environment that I've seen at a basketball game here. Yeah. Bahamar was an environment, but Kendall Isaacs is just trust me. The last time I remember it being like that good, I think it was maybe back in. I think it was, I want to say like 2007 or 8. What did we have here? It may have been Central Basket CBC or something. Or like something. CBC or something. Yeah. That was the last time it was like that. Because, listen, other sports, may you track may be more, I wouldn't even successful. say more popular. It may be more successful internationally. But this is the Bahamas' favorite sport. Oh, yeah. Like, it's basketball. And to see... You, you know have, what I really wanted, though? Going, I wanted ev- all those fans to just continue walking out. Because I felt like if they left... Was gonna we happen. were gonna win the game, and I was gonna be like, "All oh, your motherfuckers." But <laughs> you know what? You know what that was creating. You were hoping for some Miami Heat game. Yes, energy. yes, bring, just bring like out, leave, leave, bring out the all ropes. y'all leave, bring out the ropes. Yeah. People leave. Ray Allen is the three. Not to be though, because we ain't getting the ball in bounds. Boy, 
So ten hour flight though. There's that. There's that. The reason we have to rush and do this part after midnight and because you all ain't gonna hear from me for the next well is next three days. Yes, John and the rest of Team Bahamas hours from now, and that's the thing. On to Argentina. So let's just talk about the next step because this, of course, is we're playing at an elevated window further than we've ever been before, and it does not get easier from here. Like no. you go from you go from Venezuela to perennial Olympic contenders, a country that we've been seeing players come in the NBA and be very valuable contributors, if not all stars. But right you're, now, you're gonna get playing Canada. Um, Canada's beaten by 20, of course. Yeah, but I mean, that's Canada. Canada is the best team in... Canada's the best team in the region. They're, I mean, their team is... I don't, it's easy to Shea say. They're Gillis, better Alexander, than... Alexander, Corey, Joseph, Kelly, Olenek, Dwight Powell. Yeah, their roster's better than Team USA roster. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, they're, they're playing... I mean... I wonder if Luis is still playing. Luis Scola is going to play forever. Luis Scola will retire whenever Tom Brady retires. As a matter of fact... <laughs> And this is how dated we are. I expect Team Argentina to still have Luis Scola, Carlos Delfino, and... Well, they have Carlos Delfino. Carlos Delfino is still playing? Yeah. Is this the same one? Age 39, yes. Carlos Delfino is still playing. Oh, my... He is going to be a problem, though. He's... Carlos Delfino. Who else is on this roster? Jose... Man... I saw Delfino, I was like, what? Wasn't he the, on the Knicks like 30 years ago? I thought that, was, I was about to say that has to be his kid. No, it's him. Because I was like, just joking around like Luis Scola. I was expecting him to see I wouldn't. Him. I wouldn't have been shocked if you told me. Maybe Luis he might Scola be on the Scola. roster for this game. He may be coaching. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Let's, let's go back to the bright spots, man. Because we need, we need something to Man, that first like quarter was nice. We started nine for 10 from the field. You know what? It reminded me of football, right? Because the first drive of every team's NFL season is amazing because you've been scripting those plays for months. And we looked like a team that had those plays Well, that plays first scripted. play was scripted perfectly when Kai it, came in. And, like, you know one, what? One jab step yeah. blew by a guy. You really want to know, like, how to get a Bahamian crown in a team? Just dunk the basketball. He did a lot of that. But I'm just saying, I still don't know why they didn't review that dunk at the end of the quarter. These motherfuckers. Because these refs are terrible. So, Kai Jones, so Buddy misses a three at the end of the third, I think it was. And Kai Jones just skies above everyone else and delivers a putback dunk that has to be on Sports in a top 10. Has to be. I don't care whether it counted or not. You can go and review it. The shot, the shot clock light was not on when he dunked the ball. Should have counted. We should have you know went what the crazy into the thing fourth is? quarter. They made three. us get those red lights. And they brought it in specifically for this game. And the one time you could use it, the one time you could use it is like, no, it's like that literally is the reason why you have the red lights. Like, you know what? If we're not going to review those type of things, don't bring the red lights. Hey, FIBA, don't bring them. And stop making Bahamas basketball pay for it if we ain't going to use it. Um, Can I be degenerate gambling now for a second? Mm -hmm. It hit the over, though. The over was the over. Anytime was Buddy a, plays, we get the over. The over under was one hundred sixty and a half. We'll, we'll, Definitely, we'll got get it. um at Excited. least eighty five against Argentina. I think. Excited about that. Well, I got to see what the line is for that. So. You know what the thing is? We probably gonna come out and beat Argentina. 
I understand your optimism, John. It ain't optimism. It's just that. It's absolute optimism. You ain't even let me finish. Go ahead. Argentina struggles against like dog teams, mm-hmm. athletic teams. Like Venezuela like beats them because they punch them in the mouth. We need to go punch them in the mouth. Do we have the kind of punch him in the mouth kind of team? Of course. I don't feel like we're a punch you in the mouth kind of team. I feel like we're an absolutely finesse team. I don't think we're a very physical team. Yeah, we kind of like I'm looking at this I'm looking at these pictures. And All right, and this is what this is why I say we're not a very physical team. Out uh Venezuela won the points in the paint 52 to 36. That's a sizable okay, difference. Okay, yeah, these referees screwed John's us. John's not paying attention. John's just reviewing the video right now. Man, I'm so mad. Yeah, they, yeah, they owe us two points. They owe us two points. Those, I know those two points would have made that last play of the game a little easy without the intention of fouling and all that stuff. Remember when we talked about the bench and we thought, you know, we had this great depth? How many think you, how many points do you think we scored off the bench? Uh, Garvin hit a three. Rashad had four points. So that is three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Who, who listening to people do math makes for a horrible podcast? Yeah. Who who else was on? Okay. Who else gave chicken didn't get any points? We had 14. Four, Willis had two threes. We had 14. Yeah. 14 points. I, I was trying to get my math going. Guess and how much Venezuela had? 36. 44. Mm hmm. So we were around here talking about, oh, we got this great depth. This is going to be the greatest team we've oh, ever but seen. We, I, told, I knew that and Venezuela. And they outscored us by 30 off the bench. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's, I don't know. <laughs> what can I say? Like, why we lose? We should, it's, it's a game that, that should have been won. Oh, a game that we should have just, like, with that type of crowd, knock the socks off of them and just keep going and going and going and going. But we led for about twenty six minutes in that game. Venezuela only led in the second half. Yep, in the important half. In in the important. You know what parts. that game remind me of? When the Dolphins played the Saints that year, they actually led for eight minutes and thirty seven seconds of game time. Eight minutes. In 37 seconds. Yeah, you just got to lead when you it just got to lead. At the end of the fourth. That's it. Oh, Jesus Argentina. Oh, Wait, we better Argentina. at least win one of these games because oh. I do plenty of work. <sighs> Should we just turn this into a self-aggrandizing podcast where we talk about what you've done with Bahamas basketball? No, no, when I come back. All right. We, we after could, we win the game. We could, we could wait until then, but... <sighs> I think I'm going to get my first stamp in my U.S. passport this trip. All right, so Cliff notes to take away from this: Do do we have a game MVP? Because I wanted us to, do, I wanted us to do all of this stuff, and I game MVP easily would have been Kai. Yeah, game MVP was Kai. Game MVP for Venezuela: the slippery floor. Okay, I accept that. And the refs, I always accept it. I mean, because I, I, I know how much Bahamians love to blame things on the refs, but mm, that doesn't, that doesn't mean we're wrong. Yeah, that didn't mean we're wrong. They were pretty awful. Okay. Shit. All right. What else we blaming stuff on? Uh, who wasn't there? Mm-hmm. 
Boy, a seven footer would have been nice. You know what it is when you getting outscored fifty two to thirty six in the paint and you getting out rebounded. You know what would have been helpful, and then you having a guy who's a natural four or maybe three having to play the five a lot when he really wants to roam and be free reeling like Giannis because mm-hmm. that's who he's tailoring his game behind. But you got to stick him at the five. You know what would have been helpful in that situation? A former no- number one overall pick. Somebody who averages a double double at the high Highest level of basketball play in the world. That would have been really helpful. And this is what makes it if really you happen to have one of them. Really frustrating. We should have started with this shit. Yeah, this it's, it becomes frustrating to the point where it's like, okay, so if we had Kai against the DR, I think we beat them in that window, right? Yeah. If we had Aiden in this game, it's just like them bigs couldn't do anything. You, Aiden and and Kai down low would be. Crazy. There's a reason Milwaukee was always at their best when they play Brooke Lopez, Lopez alongside Giannis. You know why? Because it gives Giannis the freedom to roam and do Giannis things. Kai Jones does Giannis things. Not saying he's Giannis, obviously, mm-hmm. but he does Giannis things. Boy. Who are you doubling? We're never going to get this. It's frust- you know why it's really frustrating? Because we're never actually going to see this greatest team of all time that we have the capability of putting on the floor. We're never going to see it. Because I think, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. If it didn't happen at home. I disagree with you. I don't think it's going to happen. I disagree with you. And let me you tell you why I disagree with you. Because you. you're hopeful. I am hopeful. Yeah. I but. I'm hopeful. But. Spray don't kill. But. Mm-hmm. There's still a shot to get Aiden to play for national team, right? There's always Buddy a shot. Buddy could play for forever, Yeah, right? Kai's still young. AJ Store just got his passport. You think seeing this is going to make more people want to commit? Yes. No, we you, you got to understand. We have so much people who want to commit. I understand. I, I get but, that, John. But, but, but the star power that we're going to start getting that's coming up, especially because there's a kid called... Um, Devontae Freeman in but Maryland, five-star recruit, six foot nine, born in the Bahamas. These people are going to see what's going on and realizing, oh, we could play with them and completely change the game. But look at the star power we have right now. I get the star power, but right now, I'm had, not, I'm not, I'm not disputing how good AJ Store and the Freeman kid may be. I'm talking about right now. Yeah, right now we need another star. Yeah, dog. That's all I'm saying. I mean, no, I agree with that, but I'm just thinking if we get enough stars, <laughs> they will come through. It will be like, yes. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm just glad that Kai came on the court and he played. Um, and let's just be real when it comes to this, as we can see by some people. They don't have to do this. Let's keep that in mind, guys. They don't have to do this. They don't have to come and... And put on no Bahamas jersey and no and play a game they're in front not, of the home crowd. There's no obligation whatsoever. For, nope. So you know we should just be happy, even though we lost. But I will say, if you if you go around and look at the FIBA World Cup qualifiers and look at who is leading oh, their but, teams, it is literally the but, best players in but the NBA. That just shows the culture shift of people playing for not like it's getting to the point where. It's going to be bigger. I, I'm i not going to say it's going to be bigger than soccer, but it's going to be more magnified than soccer. It's moving in that direction. Because right now, America is the only country that is not playing their best players in this window. 
all of the other countries are playing their best. But you NBA think players. we got to think about soccer players right now, right? What soccer players do you know? Uh, Messi, Mbappe, uh, Cristiano, me. Uh, is Harry Kane still a thing? I don't think so. Is Rooney still a thing? Hell no, 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 no. Uh, what's the dude from Chile? You always used to make me learn the Chilean Sanchez. Players. That guy? All right. Let's I, just put so it this way, five. right? And Ash, Ash Mape right now is probably like the brightest young star in soccer, right? Uh-huh. Oh, no? Christian Pulisic. That's the American guy? Yeah. Eh, he sucks. Okay. Look. I know nah, six. I, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that's six, right? Yeah. I bet you, and, and, and that's just whatever. The NBA star power, because the brand behind the NBA will make these games so much more magnified. And people could slander me and say what they want about the beautiful sport. Basketball could be the global sport with all these eyeballs. I feel like we should start calling the beautifuler sport. The more beautiful sport. I like beautifuler. But no, my thing is, everyone, like, if Messi came to the Bahamas, people could look at him and say, who who this short guy is? Cristiano Ronaldo is a little different. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, pe- yeah. Pe- people gonna know who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, people gonna know who Messi is, but it's like, and I'll go back. Wait, when Kobe played, Kobe was selling st- like it'd be like, dog. When Kobe, Bahamians don't like man when it comes to celebrities, <laughs> but boy, when Kobe came to the island that day. Oh shit! We're running. We're running on fumes. We're gonna get out of here right now. Uh, I just want to do a final checklist of things that were great. Kai Jones and his coming out party. That was great. The new uniforms. Uh, the new uniforms. A shout out to Anta. Shout out to the Bahamian crowd being extremely supportive. I th- I do think that we need lessons on how to chair at sporting events properly because we weren't on cue with the def. We, we could have done more of the defense. Mm-hmm. We could have done more of the make also, noise take, when take the other the team out of the has the ball. Band. It also was confusing some of the players at times. I saw a couple times when yeah. that happened, so we got to do that. Um, I feel like the crowd should have, we should have more junk in the crowd, no? Yeah, I just feel like it should just be a junk new session, like yeah, the whole sh- game. Like just make noise that, the whole time. We should time. add more. We should add more of that. But we need practice. We need reps. We're really just starting to go back to sporting events. We got coming two games in November. All right, we're gonna be better in November. I don't know if the team's gonna be better in November. But when Ottawa's 